Welcome to Victorious Living. If I tell you I am a believer in God, what is it that I believe? Do I believe in that inherent power? Do I believe in the, in the power of God, of the Spirit of God, the inherent power? Do I believe that He is able to heal me? Do I believe that it's able to deliver me? Do I believe it's able to set me free? Do I believe that it is able to make me an overcomer? What is it that I believe about my risen Lord? Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. This week, Pastor Cowan shares with us a message he's entitled, Celebrating the Resurrection of Jesus. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now here's Pastor Cowan as he shares with us celebrating the resurrection of Jesus. There's more in our redemption than just being saved. There's an inherent power because Jesus was raised up from the dead that triumphs over every trick, every wile, every deception, and every plan of the devil where your life is concerned. Amen. He's fallen. When Jesus came up, he didn't just come up, you know, from a tomb. He came up from beneath the earth in hell itself. When he came up, he destroyed the one who had the power of death. That is the devil. He paralyzed him. That's the word for destroy. He paralyzed him that had the power of death, the devil. And you know, I've given this illustration. I haven't given it lately or recently, but the Bible says that, that Jesus paralyzed the works of the devil. He paralyzed Satan himself, though Satan is in the earth to influence, but he is paralyzed to those who know their rights in Christ. So it's like this, that if, uh, if John was paralyzed, thank God he's not. He's a swift mover. If John was paralyzed and I walked up here and John said to me, I'm gonna knock you two blocks down the street. I'm gonna destroy you, I'm gonna do this. And I know who I am. And I know who the, who the Christ is in me. And I know this inherent power that's on the inside of me. And John's telling me what he's gonna do to me when he's paralyzed. And I said, you, you can't do any of that to me because you're paralyzed. All you can do is just huff and puff. That's all you can do. All you can do is try to scare me. You can try to frighten me. You can try to frighten me back into believing that Satan has more power than inherent power that's on the inside of me. And so what do I do when John tells me he's gonna knock me for a flip? What, I, what do I do? I laugh at him. I laugh at him. He's paralyzed. He can't hit me. He can't do anything to me but just talk. And that's what Satan does for a lot of people. He just talks to all of us. He just talks, but guess what? If you, if you don't bow your knee to him, he can do none of the things that he says that he's gonna do. 
He's in the earth to what? Steal, kill, and destroy. But guess what? He can't do any of that when I know who I am in Christ. When I know this inherent power that's on the inside of me, when I know that greater is he that's in me than he that is in the world, and that this Lord Jesus was raised up from the dead by this inherent power that destroyed the works of the devil uh, and came up and gave me life and gave it to me more abundantly. I gotta know that. That's what Paul's talking about. He said, I wanna know him. I want to experience this, uh, this power of resurrection I want to experience that. And so he said that I may know him and know the inherent power, dunamis, of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being made conformable unto his death as though I was the one, as though I was the one. You see, Jesus was our substitute but in the eyes of God, it was us Amen. that did this. But it's all in Jesus. Amen. Amen. That I might be made conformable, having the same external form of power unto his death. Now look at verse 11. If by any means I might attain, if by any means I might attain unto the resurrection of the dead, talking about the resurrection of Christ, that he may attain, grasp, how did I say that? That he may uh, grasp and understand clearly and realize I've got the same power. I've been raised up together with Christ. Christ lives in me and I am in Christ. And that same inherent Power, dunamis, Holy Spirit power is resident on the inside of me. It's on the inside of you. If you're a believer, it's there today. Amen. And Paul said, I want to experience that. I want to experience that. I want to experience this, this uh, healing power. I want to experience this delivering power. I want to, I want to experience the mighty power that raised Jesus up from the dead. And you know what Satan wants to do? He wants to push you down, Amen. push you down through the deception that he brings to your mind. Amen. Amen. So when Paul says being made conformable, he's saying to be formed as a new creature. Being made conformable. That's what he said there. What, what verse was that? That's in the, it's about the 10th verse. He said, being made conformable. Paul says being made conformable. When he said that, he's saying to be formed as a new creature in likeness of the power that raised Christ from the dead. If any man be in Christ, he is a, he or she is what? A new creature. Paul said, I want to experience that. God wants us to experience that. Well, Brother Charles, I believe in God. Well, what do you believe about God? If I tell you I am a believer in God, what is it that I believe? Do I believe in that inherent power? 
Do I believe in the, in the power of God, of the spirit of God, the inherent power? Do I believe that he is able to heal me? Do I believe it's able to deliver me? Do I believe it's able to set me free? Do I believe that it is able to make me an overcomer? What is it that I believe about my risen Lord? And so it's one thing to say I believe in God, but what is it that I believe? And if I don't have any belief beyond that, I don't have anything to hang my faith on as I go through life and I experience what life brings my way. And so then central to the gospel, the center of the gospel are the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. That's the center of the gospel. It's not your new car. It's not your new house. It's not your new clothes and God's not opposed to any of those things. But it's not that central, what did I say? Central to the gospel of Christ was and is the death, the burial and the resurrection of Jesus that freely gives us all things to enjoy in this life. Amen. So God's not opposed to that. So without this center of the gospel. Without, this, without the death, burial, and resurrection, there is no gospel. Amen. There is no good news. Amen. You can sit in the church pew, a person could sit in on a church pew every day of their life, but that has no power if the power of the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus and the inherent power of God is not on the inside of them. So just coming to church does not necessarily define that for you. It's coming and hearing, listening, and doing Amen. that does that for us. Amen. Amen. So humanity was in the world. Or let me back up. Without this, the central of the gospel. Without this gospel or good news for humanity, without this, without the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus, there is no gospel. There is no good news for humanity, but Christ's resurrection changed everything for humanity. It, he did it to bring man back to the original. What was the original? The original was Adam when he was first created back in Genesis chapter, uh, what, two or three, when he created, when God created him, that is where God's intent was to bring us back into that original where we have dominion, where we have authority, where we have what God placed in Adam, where we have that on the inside of us. We're not just a lowly, struggling Christian, one of them that believes in church. No, we are not that. We're not that. We are born of the most high God. We're born of the spirit of the living God. We're born of an inherent power that says, devil, you can't come any further. Satan, you cannot come any further. Satan, you gotta take your hands off of me. You gotta take your hands off of my situation. You gotta take your hands off of the circumstances around my life, for greater is he. 
that is in me, who is in me? Greater is he. Now, Paul then continues to talk about this when he goes in the writings that he made in Ephesians to the Ephesian church, Ephesus. Ephesians chapter two, verses 10 through 12. For we are his workmanship. That means I am his workmanship. God didn't create me to live defeated. God didn't create me to live without. God didn't create me to live in lack. God didn't create me to live without joy. God didn't create me to live without peace. God created me as a new creature in Christ to live what he purchased for me. So Paul says it in the Ephesian letter, chapter two, verse 10. For we are his workmanship. We are the new made distinctive from the old. What was the old? The old was the fallen state of Adam. That was the fallen state, the old. But so what did he say? He said, uh, let me get it right here, that uh, uh, we are his work. It's our hope that today's message celebrating the resurrection of Jesus has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon, different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling one 800 842-7896. Again, that number, 1-800-842-7896. If you would like to receive a free CD of this week's message, please request offer number 14. This week's special offer number is 14. From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living.